Yo, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Granted. Tonight was a disappointing night once again for the United States of America and everyone else watching the Super Bowl. So today was Super Bowl Sunday, which took place in Las Vegas between the San Francisco 49ers and, once again, the Kansas City Chiefs. Wow, what a matchup that no one wanted to see. Well, <clears throat> I'm here to tell you why, after the Chiefs winning, why it's all fake and why it's all not real. Well, we've all known that the NFL may be scripted, and I'm here to tell you today on this episode of Granted that it is in fact scripted. There are so many different key points that tell us these things, and, um, you know, Disappointed is not the emotion that I feel. Anger is something that I feel, but, you know, more than anything, I just feel, I feel too much. I feel, I feel angry. I said, I just said I wasn't angry. I'm angry, man. I am furious, even though I don't sound furious. I'm really just tired. I'm tired of watching this team win, and I'm tired of watching... The other team win, which was the Patriots back in the day, which wasn't that long ago. But yeah, I'm recording a solo episode to describe and go into depth how something like this could ever happen. Why does this team continue to win? Um, and as my mom walks downstairs, I will go into depth about why this whole thing was scripted and why it was never real to begin with. My mom also agrees um, she told me just now, obviously it would be great to have her come on and talk about how it was scripted, but I can do it on my own. So here we go. Let's talk about the script, right? Well, okay. Last year, the Chiefs make it to the Super Bowl. That's not a big deal. Not news, not new news. But this year, a new character comes into the script. A new character is introduced to the TV show, the movie, whatever you want to call it. And her name is Taylor Swift, and she happens to be one of the biggest music creators, one of the biggest celebrities in the entire world. And she comes into the script, and they introduce her as a new character. And you know what's interesting about this entire thing is Taylor Swift happens to be dating Travis Kelsey. Wow, big news, right? Well, everyone's already known that. But it really just doesn't seem quite right that the Chiefs make it to the Super Bowl. Not only make it to the Super Bowl, but win the Super Bowl. And Taylor Swift just happens to be a part of it all. Now, before the playoffs, Taylor Swift was involved with the Chiefs, obviously, because she was dating Travis Kelsey. But what did the NFL decide to do with that? They decide to make her the center of the entire league. So now every time there's a Chiefs game, we're going to go ahead and show Taylor Swift's face every single player that Travis Kelsey has. He gets a one-yard gain. He gets a two-yard gain. He gets a 10-yard gain. He gets a touchdown. We're going to show Taylor Swift. And even tonight, on the night of the Super Bowl, even when bad plays happened, they're showing Taylor Swift. You know, it's interesting. She claims not to be involved with any of it, but um, as you might know, some of you, I'm also a Taylor Swift hater. I know. So big surprise, right? I was never a fan of her music to begin with, but I'm definitely not a fan now after she has actually skewed the results of the the Super Bowl and the NFL in general. So it's really not all, all Taylor that I have to be mad about. Um, you know, the NFL obviously 
is meat riding her to a high extent after everything they've done and after how much free footage they have given her. You know, the interesting thing I also have to say about that is it's not free footage. We've all known about this the entire time. This all just goes back to the idea that the Chiefs were meant to win the Super Bowl before the season even started, or at least from the point that Taylor Swift started dating Kelsey, it was all meant to be, and that's because of one thing, and this may be the main reason. Who knows? But the one thing is Taylor Swift and the NFL have a deal. They have a deal. Why else do you think the NFL would give Taylor Swift all of this free airtime on their freaking, like, this is their airtime. This is air, their airtime. They could show anyone else. They could show any other player, any other coach, but instead they're going to show Taylor Swift of all people. And as my dad comes down, I will continue to explain this, but of all people they choose to show, they sh- they chose to show Taylor Swift, and I just don't think that's a coincidence by any means. I think this is very much related. So what does Taylor Swift have to gain from this? Well, we all know that she's on concert. Not on concert. That was terrible. She's on tour. We all know she's on tour. Well, that's kind of a coincidence that, uh, you know, it happens to be that as the NFL is happening, Taylor Swift is making money from the NFL, showing her, promoting her, promoting her concerts, promoting her freaking movies, whatever she may be involved in. They're promoting her all the way through, and that's because the NFL and her are connected now. And that's all thanks to the relationship that Travis Kelsey has with her, but it's all connected. So why would it make sense? Why would it make sense for the Chiefs to go to the Super Bowl and win it? Because the more time that Taylor Swift is shown, the more money she makes. And the more time that she's shown, the more fans that the NFL gets and the more money that the NFL gets. Now, this all connects back to one main idea. Humans are greedy people. You know, we all want money. We all value money. And this is important. Why? Because the NFL is money hungry. And all they want is more money. Same with Taylor Swift. All they want is more money, right? So with more money comes a deal, right? This is the deal that I'm talking about right now. The NFL makes a deal with Taylor Swift. We're going to show you on screen every time Travis Kelsey is playing. You will get free promotion and we will get your fans. It's a perfect trade. Sounds good to us. We'll do it. So now Taylor Swift has shown even more Her fans are now excited to watch the Super Bowl, a whole new group of fans that was never introduced beforehand. And now you have the Taylor Swift fan base watching the games just because she's watching the games. And that brings in more money to the league. So there you go. There's the connection between Taylor Swift and the NFL. So that is exactly why the Chiefs had to go to the Super Bowl per the script because the NFL has a deal with Taylor They said that they would promote her, but if the Chiefs lose, they can no longer promote Taylor. So what does that mean? That means they have to send the Chiefs to the Super Bowl. And once the Chiefs are in the Super Bowl, there's no better way to explain the win other than Travis Kelsey's playing. Her boyfriend is on the team that is going to win the Super Bowl. It all makes sense, and it's all connected. I'm getting a a call here from my friend. He is also a hater, and we're going to see if he wants to say any words. Yo, what's going on, man? Are you pulling up, or are we leaving? Um, I'm actually, we're live right now. Do you want to say anything about the about the game? The Chiefs 
Oh, God, I don't. I apologize. I'm really put on the spot here, but this sounds very scripted. I mean, Taylor Swift brings in lots of attention. So the Super Bowl easy would get revenue from that. Frank, what do you have to say? Yeah, they all agree. Um, I expected a little bit more passion from you, but that's okay. Um, you know, yeah. you're welcome to come on another time. No, it's okay. I thought I thought we were going to have like an, a live caller opportunity, but we'll get we'll get you on later. All right. All right. Well, I'll catch you later after this episode. All right. All right. All right. Well, there he was. There he was. He had uh, very little feedback for you guys, but overall, it doesn't matter what anyone else thinks. Everyone can see it. Everyone knows it. I mean, look, this was a Super Bowl that no one wanted. We look at all these teams and all these teams that played the Chiefs, and everyone always wanted the Chiefs to lose. I almost guarantee you, not almost guarantee you, I guarantee you the majority of the United States, the majority of even the outside countries, really didn't want the Chiefs in this Super Bowl, really didn't even want the 49ers in this Super Bowl. And the fact that both of them make it, it just combined for just a disappointing day and a, and a frustrated night, especially for people that are involved, very much involved with the NFL and just a fan of the NFL. I would no longer consider myself a fan of the NFL after after today. I don't even know that I've been a fan after all these years, after Tom Brady won it how many years straight. But... With that being said, we are not done. You know, the script has still, you know, contains more information than that, right? Obviously, Taylor Swift and the NFL have a deal, but that's only the surface of it. You want to talk about something that's interesting as well. You can also see plenty of proof within, you know, they tried to hide this very well, the NFL did, but, you know, the people have caught on. There's been plenty of clips, plenty of podcasts going around about the logo of the Super Bowl. For those of you who don't know, the the Super Bowl, like when it's presented, there's a number, right? So this year was like Super Bowl L-I-I, L-V-I-I, whatever. They do it in Roman numerals. But the, the Super Bowl gets its own like logo of sorts, right? So it says Super Bowl and then it says the number. And there's usually two colors that the number is like written around, right? So these two colors are for the past three years the colors of the two teams that have played in the Super Bowl. So last year, the colors of the Super Bowl were, I think, red and... Uh, I'm forgetting. I'm forgetting. I'm sorry, guys. I don't... You can look it up. I promise you it's true. But the logo always has two colors, and for the last few years, the two colors have been the teams that have made it to the Super Bowl. And so what does that mean? Well, this year's colors were red and purple. Now... This meant that the everyone thought, everyone thought, right, that we were gonna get the Chiefs out of the uh, out of the playoff picture here because the other color was purple, right? So the other color being purple, this purple color relates to who else other than the Baltimore Ravens. So the Baltimore Ravens play the Kansas City Chiefs. This was how many weeks ago? Three weeks ago. So the Baltimore Ravens play the Kansas City Chiefs, and everyone's like, oh my God, the Ravens have to win. It's part of the script. The logo is purple and red. It's going to be the Ravens and the 49ers. This is what the script calls for. 
And guess what happens? Of course, we all know the Ravens lose that game and the Chiefs are bound to go to the Super Bowl. So now everyone's like, oh, the script. What are you talking about? The script, the logo that just happened to be a coincidence that happened a couple times. Whatever, man, that's all fake news. Well, I saw a very convincing clip that has to do with the logos this morning. And the clip was saying that the interesting thing is for the past few years, like I mentioned, the logo has been the colors of the two teams that play. But guess what happened? 2020, four years ago from now, guess what? The logo colors didn't match the two teams. And guess who those two teams were? The 49ers and the Chiefs. That's right. Four years ago from today, the 49ers and the Chiefs played in a Super Bowl. That's right. This wasn't the same game. This was a completely different game. Taylor Swift wasn't even in the mix at this point. But the Chiefs and the 49ers played four years ago. You might be asking, well, what does that have to do with it? Because the logo colors didn't match up that year, and they didn't match up this year. And guess who we get in the Super Bowl? The exact same two teams. And that is not a coincidence. That is literally saying that it's a break. They're trying to they're trying to shift the script to make it look like, oh, like nothing's gonna like they're trying to hide it, basically. So we see it four years later, 2024, the Chiefs and the 49ers go to play in the Super Bowl, and guess what? The logos don't match, the script doesn't seem to match, but it was all a plot. We all know that this was meant to happen, and we all know the Chiefs were meant to win. First of all, that Taylor Swift thing, and second of all, the pattern with the logos and the colors not matching up. But I have even more for you, all right? If you want to talk about the game itself, which some of you may have watched, some of, some of you may not have, let's talk about the first half, you know? And I'm not, you know, you none of you guys who usually listen to this probably know that I'm a football fan, but I am a big football fan. I'm a Broncos fan, and that also ties into, you know, the reason that I'm even putting this out, but here, let's talk about the first half, and I'll make it brief so that it's very understandable. All right, first half score, 10-0. to zero. The Chiefs are being absolutely dominated and slaughtered by the San Francisco 49ers. Is this a coincidence? I think not, because this is all part of the script. You have to understand that the NFL is trying to set the game up to be the most entertaining that it can be so that they retain the most viewers over the longest period of time so that they make the most money. Why? Because... People are money-hungry. So here we go. How do they make this game the most interesting that it can be? And trust me, it was the most interesting that they could have made it. Maybe you could argue slightly less, but here we go. So the Chiefs are absolutely dominated in the first half. The 49ers score a field goal early in the game, and then they score a touchdown off of a trick play. A trick play, what else could you want? 10-0 to going into the second half. We all know that the Chiefs are going to come back. From someone watching this game, as much as I wanted the Chiefs to lose and as much that as much as I wanted to believe the 49ers could pull it off, I ultimately know what the Chiefs do and I ultimately know what the script says. So here we go. Second half, boom, the Chiefs, they make a slight comeback and I think it's 10 to 7. Let's just get on ESPN ESPN right now so we can confirm all of this for you guys. But here we go. Um Headline off the bat, how an ugly loss propelled the Chiefs to -to back-to-back Super Bowl titles. Very important to remember, it was a back-to-back title game, so that means that, you know, obviously Taylor Swift has to come into it. So here we go, second half. Let's see the scorecard here. 
Let's see the scorecards. So, can we see the quarters? Hold on. I'm looking. Hold on. But it's very, very much obvious. Here we go. So, first quarter, 0-0. Zero to zero. You know, you might think, oh, this is definitely like, okay, they're not setting this up to be entertaining, right? 0-0. Zero to zero. What a terrible start to the, to the Super Bowl. Well, they all know that everyone's going to tune into the second quarter because why would they not tune into the second quarter? They're trying to see who's going to score first. So, boom, the 49ers come out and they score 10 points. I take it back. It was not 10 to 0 with the end at the end of the first half. It was 10 to 3. So here we go. It's 10 to 0. The second quarter is ending. And the Chiefs decide that they're going to wake up somehow and they're going to go drive down the field. And what are they going to do? They're going to score no other than a field goal. So now the score is 10 to 3 going into the second half. And guess what? The Chiefs have decided they're going to completely wake up, and the 49ers are going to completely shit the bed. And guess what the scorecard is in the third quarter? The Chiefs 10 points, and the 49ers 0 points. So now the score is 13 to 10 Chiefs. How could you set the fourth quarter up any better than it already has been? Well, I'll tell you this. The game doesn't end in the fourth quarter, ladies and gentlemen. Because the 49ers score 9 points and the Chiefs score 6, which means the game is all tied up, what was it, 19-19? 19-19 in the fourth quarter. You want to talk about a game-changing play? Well, I'll give you this. So the 49ers, right, they scored on a drive in the third quarter. And everyone knows, not everyone, why do I keep saying that, but whatever, you know that a touch a touchdown is six points. You have to kick the extra point for the seventh point. Well, what happens? The extra point is blocked, and the the Chiefs block it. The 49ers do not get seven points off of that drive. So what would this mean? What, why is this so important? Well, this was actually the play that matters the most. This was the play that was scripted so perfectly to make it look like the 49ers just made a mistake. Well, guess what? If the 49ers score that extra point, it completely changes the game. That would mean it would be 20, okay, 20 to 19 at the end of the game if that extra point was not missed. So you have to understand this. <clears throat> the Chiefs were down three points at the end of the fourth quarter, right? Three points. All they had to do was go score a touchdown. They would have won the game. But guess what? The script was written so perfectly that they get the field goal, okay? So the Chiefs got the field goal, and now it's 19-19, and and guess where we go? No other than overtime. So here we go. Overtime is coming up, and it is 19-19, and and it is the Super Bowl, and everyone is watching, and Taylor Swift fans are watching, and they probably got more viewership than any other Super Bowl just solely based off of that because Swifties are freaking crazy. So here we go. We have all the audience tuned in, rooting against the Chiefs, rooting against Taylor Swift, or rooting for the Chiefs because they are Taylor Swift fans, or rooting for the Chiefs because they're weird. Well, here we go, 19-19, and 19, going into overtime, and how would you have it end other than this? Here we go. The 49ers, they drive down the field. They're driving so easily. They look like they're going to score incredibly easily on this drive. And the Chiefs defense makes a stop. And the 49ers go elect to kick a field goal. And this is exactly the moment. This is one of those moments where as someone watching for years and years, I've been watching the Super Bowl for years, I know what's going to happen. You know, I've watched this script unfold multiple times. 
oh, the star quarterback that's won it last year or won it a few years now, he's going to come and make the game-winning drive, right? We've seen it with Tom Brady in the Falcons game. We've seen it with Tom Brady more than just the Falcons game countless times, you know? Um, That Seahawks game as well. But here you go. Um, You've got Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey and Andy Reid and Taylor Swift and the entire Swifty Nation behind their backs and the game is all in their hands. What else would you expect? Would you expect them to lose the game? Do you expect them to lose the game on this drive? Do you expect them to just get a field goal? Of course you don't expect that. You expect them to go get a touchdown and win the freaking Super Bowl. And guess what happens? None other than that. They drive down the field. They get a Super Bowl title. They win the game. They get a touchdown. And blah, blah, blah. I don't watch the rest because I'm absolutely furious being a Broncos fan and just being an NFL fan. So the final score for you guys, 25-22, to and this all comes back to that field goal, baby, because remember when I said the Chiefs needed a field goal to tie it and go into overtime? Well, imagine that the 49ers didn't miss that extra point. Now the score is 20-19, to okay? 20-19. to That means that that field goal wouldn't have won the Chiefs anything. That wouldn't have sent it to overtime. It means the Chiefs had to score on their last drive of the game. It completely changed the game, that one play right there. And you may be thinking, well, like this just sounds like a mistake, but come on now. We know how carefully movies are directed. We know how carefully TV shows are directed. This is just the same thing. It was carefully directed. It was carefully plotted. And everyone knew there, everyone knew. All the coaches, all the players knew that that field goal was going to be missed because it was just part of the script, man. It was just part of the script, and it's just what it's going to happen. Just what's going to happen, right? And not to mention, you know, that third quarter where the Chiefs outscored them 10-0. to The 49ers looked like a completely different team, same as the Chiefs. The 49ers went three straight drives without scoring, honestly, without, like, moving the ball at all. And that's also... Not surprising because, you know, of course the, the script was like all 49ers first half and then the script shifted from all Chiefs second half and that's exactly how the writers had it. And, you know, this just kind of goes into a few more things. It just keeps looping downhill because it really is just like it's so obvious to me, you know. As someone who's been watching this league for so long, it's obvious, man. Don't get too caught up over your win. Chiefs fans, this was all meant for this is all meant to happen. And you guys should be thankful the script was written for you guys. So here we go. Well, why is overtime important? You know, we talked about the Chiefs getting that field goal and tying it. We talked about the extra point being missed. Why would the overtime matter? Well, I already said, and I already kind of said it once, but it all is about viewership, right? Everyone edge of their seats, right? Oh my god, how can this game get any more interesting? Taylor Swift in the building. Travis Kelsey's dating Taylor Swift. Patrick Mahomes is the face of the NFL. How can this get any more interesting? Let's send the game to overtime. It's perfect. The script was written perfectly. So what more could you ask for? An overtime game in the Super Bowl. So there it is, the overtime game. Not only does it retain viewership, but what does the viewership do, huh? What does it do for the NFL? It makes them more money. 
That's why this whole thing is happening, bro. That's why Taylor Swift is even in the mix, because the NFL is money hungry, and that's why they wrote the script to send this game into overtime. So now the game goes into overtime. And I know a few of you might know this, and a few of you might not, but guess what happens to the ads in the Super Bowl? Well, to get an ad in the Super Bowl, you have to pay, I think it's at least $20 plus million for like 30 seconds of airtime, right? So what happens? The game goes into overtime, Guess what happens? There's more commercial breaks. Boom. Wow, what a surprise, right? But when a game goes into overtime, more commercials happen, more stoppages happen. And this is even more beneficial for the NFL because even more companies are paying them to have their ads aired on TV in front of everyone who's watching. So that's exactly why another reason this game went into overtime instead of the 49ers winning it at the end or the Chiefs winning it at the end. So the script is in, right? They tell the players, they tell the coaches, hey, this game is going into overtime. Like, buckle in, strap up, because this game is going to be a long one. So boom, we go into overtime. What else could you want, right? The Chiefs win it in overtime, and that's how the game goes. But this kind of goes back to what I was saying about Tom Brady and sports in general. You have to understand that this is not a new argument, you know, leagues being scripted, things being scripted. It's a a very classic argument for when things don't go your way, when your team loses or when another team you don't like loses. The script argument is busted out. But I'll tell you this, that same argument about how, you know, people are money hungry, it doesn't just relate to the NFL. It relates to everything else in the entire world, man. You want to go look at the NBA? Well, I'll, t- I'll give you a great example right now. The Los Angeles Lakers are a great example of this. Now, I know they haven't won an NBA championship in a little bit, but the Los Angeles Lakers are another example of how the script is just twisted completely towards the team that makes the league the most money. The Los Angeles Lakers very much struggled in their last season, and yet you still find them in the Western Conference Finals. It's because, you know, LeBron James is the face of the NBA. He's the face of the NBA. Steph Curry's the face of the NBA. That's kind of why you get those Cavs-Warriors finals so so many times is because these leagues, they have star players, and these star players relate to the money-hungry portion of it because if these star players are in the playoffs and if these star players make it far into the playoffs, the leagues benefit from that so much compared to if they have two teams who don't have star players. What that ha- what ha- that has to do with it is because if you have two teams that don't have star players, you're not going to make as much money off of that game as you would if it's LeBron James and Steph Curry playing each other, right? So this goes back to the NFL. It's not just Patrick Mahomes, and it's not just Taylor Swift. It's not just Andy Reid. This goes big into my hate for the uh, New England Patriots and in relation to the NFL, how they worked out. The New England Patriots, look, I believe a lot of you watch the Super Bowl just because, you know, it's the biggest game. It's what the whole season leads up to. And we all remember how many times the New England Patriots and Tom Brady were in the Super Bowl. They were in it so many times, and they won it so many times. And now you're seeing the exact same thing with the Chiefs. 
it just makes sense, man. The entire thing is scripted. It's not even that it makes sense. It's just that it's true, and there's no other explanation for it. Tom Brady and the New England Patriots went to the Super Bowl so many times, won it so many times. Why do you think that is? Because Tom Brady was the face of the NFL. There's no way the NFL would make that much money if Tom Brady wasn't in the Super Bowl and if he didn't win the Super Bowl. The NFL would lose viewers if Tom Brady wasn't in the Super Bowl, just like they would lose viewers if the Chiefs weren't in the Super Bowl this year. But it's not just about them being in the Super Bowl. You have to give them some wins. Otherwise, it's going to be like, okay, why am I watching this team lose over and over again? You have to give the people what they want. You have to give them the win. And that's exactly what they did tonight with the Chiefs. It just goes back to the same idea, man. Whoever is the face of the league will end up in the championship multiple times in a row. It's just what happens. It's what happens. They're going to be, you know, involved in the playoffs somehow, you know. And, of course, they're going to be involved in the championship game somehow as well. This all goes back to it. You know, one other thing that relates to it, and I know it's kind of like, where is this art? Like, this argument has so many different, like, you're going off the tracks. Look. The Chiefs were a shitty team the entire year. The entire season, the Chiefs were a terrible team in the NFL. They were losing games left and right. It didn't even look like the Chiefs anymore. It looked like this dynasty that everyone was talking about had finally ended and that the Chiefs were not going to be good anymore. But look where we ended up. Look where we ended up. The Chiefs ended up winning the goddamn Super Bowl. How else can that be explained? The NFL has great script writers. I mean, like, hats off to the script writers because this league must be paying them so much money to come up with the stuff they've come up with. I mean, to make the Chiefs look bad this season and then to have them come back and make the playoffs and then not only win a playoff game but win another and another and another and then for them to win the Super Bowl is not coincidental. It's just not. This was written this was written, and it wasn't written in the stars, ladies and gentlemen. It was written in the books, in the freaking script that everyone was sent before the season started or before the Super Bowl started, whatever you want to come up with. But the Chiefs were a terrible team to start the season. It's no coincidence that they just came in and won the Super Bowl. The only thing that has the ability to explain it is that it was written for them to win the game, for them to win the entire thing. And you know the other thing? I'm a Broncos fan. I freaking hate the Chiefs. I hate the Patriots. They are in our division, you know, and maybe that's why I'm recording this podcast. Maybe it's because I I just have so much hate for the Chiefs that I can't stand them winning. Well, that's part of it, but also there's a lot of connections to be made there, and these just, you know, it has to be heard. You know what I mean? But here's the other interesting thing, kind of a fun fact. The Broncos beat the Chiefs this year. I mean, if you want to talk about how crappy the Broncos are, we can talk about that for hours on hours. You know, there's plenty of podcasts and interviews with Russell Wilson that you can go listen to that explain how shitty the Broncos are. But I'll tell you this, the Broncos beat the Chiefs in the regular season. That's how bad the Chiefs were. That is how bad the Chiefs were. They were bad enough to lose to the Denver Broncos. Let me say that again. The Kansas City Chiefs were bad enough this year to lose to the Denver Broncos, and that is our team, and they lost to us, and then they somehow go on to win the Super Bowl. How does that make sense? It doesn't make sense. <sighs> so what else is there? 
not much else at all. Um, it's all in the script. I didn't really think I was going to be talking 30 minutes about this. But look, one other thing, the last thing. I just want everyone here who makes it this far to close their eyes, take a deep breath, and tell me one person they know that is from Kansas City. That is a Kansas City Chiefs fan. Please and thank you. Thank you for that. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Guys, it was a it was a frustrating night. It was a disappointing night. It was a night that I want to forget and I wish I could forget, but I will not be able to forget it, so I might as well record about it. So thank you guys for tuning in to another episode of Granted. We are in the playoffs for our basketball season just about. So, you know, that's partially why I haven't been recording is the basketball and everything, but thank you guys for tuning in. I hope you take these arguments and you really think about the trueness of it, you know, and you really, you let me know when you hop on this, this idea, but I know in my heart, most of the people know in their heart that are true football fans, it was a disappointing night, but it was written in the script long ago, long before any of us could even comprehend what was going on, and with that being said, to all the Chiefs fans out there, I just want you to know, I'm not trying to spread hate, but your team really didn't win the Super Bowl, all right? And they didn't deserve it. They don't deserve it. And um, with that being said, I hope the script is written differently next year, guys. All right, good night. Thank you for tuning in to Granted. We'll catch you next time. We out.